Welcome to Dice in Mind, a podcast hosted by Brad Brown and Jason Kaufman to explore the intersection of life, games, science, music, philosophy, and creativity through interviews with leading creatives. All are welcome in this space. So this is, you know, breaking the fourth wall like we just talked about before we hit record. We are recording this. You're going to be hearing it on if you are keeping up the 22nd Mm -hmm. of January, 24th. Mm -hmm. Today, as we recorded, it is the second day. Happy New Year, everybody. Of 2024 and the first recording we've made in 2024. And our and our first absolute recording was 2021, correct? Um. Yes, we're going to talk about that. So too. we're going into our third year of recording. We we are, and we're 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 actually bringing this up for a reason. Uh, our topic needs a little context. Yeah, because something's happening toward the, the the in the second half of this month, isn't it? Well, this, it will have occurred two days after. It will have occurred two days before, before this drop. This is dropped, and so by the time you hear this for the first time, if you're keeping up with us, um, I will have reached the. 50th birthday or half century milestone and you and i have talked about this and i remember at 30 even at 20 at 30 thinking 50 is so long away and what type of what type of person will i be at 50 will i be more mellow what would i be like well as i now have hit 50 i fully realized i am just as mature and um prone to mistakes and silliness as much as I was back then. There's just a, um, maybe there's a little bit more. A veneer of professionalism. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. I, so, I don't, I don't agree though. I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to stop you because those are not all mutually exclusive factors, silliness <laughs> and prone to stuff. Sure. But absolutely more mature. I mean, there's like, there's just a reality. Absolutely, no, 100% different. And, and I, I appreciate that. And I know what you mean. I think I think the better way to put it is when I was back then looking, I was wondering if they would, if I would have lost those mm. by the time I hit 50. Given that, that we are co-hosting a podcast about RPGs, I'm going to go with no. Yeah. And that, we, and, and that our, <laughs> and that our uh, discussions before we hit record and after we hit record are so much less tame than they are. They are just like they were in college, but with much, much broader conceptual networks. (laughs) Yeah. And, and let's be honest when, when we are bantering and it's usually a back and forth banter, all good intentions, but sometimes there's a vitriol, a humorous vitriol. There's a little bit more of a pause before each response, because we are more apt to come up with a good response versus firing <laughs> off the first thing that comes out of our noggin. Well, you and, know, I mean, isn't that one of the, I think like that transition from thirties to forties, certainly for me, it was when I think that was the point of development where it's like, well, just because I could offer this response, which would be hilarious and on point, yep. doesn't necessarily mean I should offer that response all of the time without some softening. I think I will say, though, and, and you're absolutely right. I think amongst us and our kind of our social group that has 
stayed together for 30 some years, um, even predating me. Um, I think we allow ourselves to be that silly and be that um, just goofy. Um, in all honesty, a lot of our diatribe could never be something we could put out anywhere, nor would we want to. Um, but I think in many ways we have allowed that to occur amongst us as a group because it gives us that, that catharsis um, that in many ways, because yeah. you know how we talk and we have had our discussions. We have serious discussions as well as humorous ones. It's not all humorous, but you can tell that when you and I have a serious discussion, something about writing or mm -hmm. something about other things that we're doing, like with, you know, me, I will quiz you a lot about your experiences doing writing and things yeah. like that because I'm fascinated. Yeah. <laughs> they will be very serious conversations, but then after a little while, they kind of just soften back up into the Then every once in a while, there's what I think of in my head as a JNU ignorant slut kind of comment, right? <laughs> this this just total non sequitur. Yes. And, we just, and you just keep going. There's the the audience doesn't know how this isn't a joke how many guests we've had on the podcast where as we're prepping them chatting before we hit record we warn them especially if they're like the very chatty outgoing type we warn them just so you know we've known each other for 30 years and sometimes we forget to keep it in check and yeah. the the fun ones like the ones who tend to come back are the ones who are like i love it let's go yeah. And we've had, I don't think we've oh. really had in all honesty, anyone who has um, been taken aback by it. Um, and for the record, it will be 32 years this August. So yep. fall of Wait. 92 and it'll be the fall man, of oh, 24. Man, fall of 24. So 32 years. So to that point, everybody. So... But, but going, let me just oh, yeah. say, yeah, yeah, hitting 50, it's interesting yep, let's how talk about this. Um, with this podcast and other stuff we'll talk about here in the episode how much I appreciate that time we have where we do this, or we'll talk about gaming or we'll talk about other topics that are important to us, whether humorous or not. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about this as our kids are approaching or have done college. We're right. coming to a point where we are becoming partial empty nesters. Um, it won't be that long before we are full empty nesters. And yeah, what does that mean for um, us in terms of engaging and and spending time in those things that we couldn't even 10, 15 years ago? It, I was thinking, so the, like you, you've brought this up to me a number of times in the past couple of years. Uh, and, and I really started with my wife. I like, I think this last week. So, you know, as you know, we were traveling this last week and so there was like one morning that that Amy and I were up where we were staying in Berkeley and having coffee and our girls were, they were going to be up for a while, right? And it was just, it was a slow morning and we were just talking and, you know, any, you know how it is. Anytime we travel, at least for us, anytime we travel, whether it's domestic or abroad, it's like, I wonder what it would be like to live here and how expensive is mm -hmm. it and, 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 and like, and like, in the Bay Area, how expensive is it? And then you laugh. And then half an hour later, it's like, no, but really. And then you laugh. But I think that may have been our first true, just spontaneous conversation about, well, 
let's let's not make any decisions because one of our daughters is going to college this coming fall and the next one the second our, our younger daughter is going in two years and it's like so so let's wait because we know six years from now we have options and it's like in retrospect it's like yeah you know that's where we are okay so provide context before we keep going so mm -hmm. you sir are at the vanguard of our group as i said to you in the text earlier this evening you're about you're six plus months just a little over eight. six plus months eight months yeah, well oh, that's no, right five, yes five, seven seven plus so yeah. you turn well as as this drops you will have turned 52 days ago mm -hmm. then our other dear friend like a brother brian turns in may Yep. Then Eric turns in July. July. Then I turn in August. Now, my brother, uh, Justin, who's part of the group, he's still got a year. So yep. um, this is one of the rare times I'm just going to ignore him um, yeah. because he's he's not yet in the 50 club. But but the rest of us, we all turn between now and the end of summer. Mm -hmm. And so this is a thing for, you know, th this is a, this is a thing for us and something that I, I know has been on our mind. Now, I think, well, I'll, I, I know in the past, this has weighed on you. Well, here, but it doesn't I was seem gonna, like it now as much. No, 40 was my troubled. 40 number. got you. 40 was my troubled number. This one, um, it's more fascinating because let's be honest as we record this it's 18 days away um you know <laughs> i'm closer to 50 than i am to 49 um well, you so, uh, hate to break it to you but it's been a while since you've been closer to 50 than 49 yeah yeah what it's been a while oh it's been a while okay yeah take all the time saying. you need we'll just yeah i'm it. just okay. sorry yeah. yeah need a drink um <laughs> but so hitting that number in fact i've been using that in discussions with others, like oh, even with my kids and things, I'm like, I'm like, I'm 50, I'm not dead or I'm 50. Oh, I'm not God. stupid, you know? So, <laughs> so I've already been using, why are you that talking number. louder to me? Yeah. Well, and I'll be honest with you. I went to, we went and Angela, my wife and I picked up shawarma, um, nice. before the holiday and, um, put the bag in the back. Um, and it was a haul for you that aware it's, it was in Brookfield and then we drive home. Yep. Yeah. Um, went to get in the car, lifted my left leg to swing into the car oh, and realized that um something disconnected in some form and reconnected to my pain receptors. And when I went to sit, I yelped oh, and gosh. got in the car <laughs> and and I'm and it was it was it was loud and Ann just like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I'm 50. Old you know, there. The, you know and, and, and again, everything's fine. I think we are just doing a lot of walking and um, my hip and my knee are prone to get a little funky. Um, but in all honesty, you know, you've known me a long time. I was not the healthiest in my thirties. I was extraordinarily yeah. overweight. I um, was uh, addicted to nicotine based products. Um, the idea of feeling not a hundred percent, unfortunately, was something that had stayed with me. Right. So I feel better now than I did in my thirties. So for me, mm -hmm. this isn't a, this isn't a big number. Um, I don't look at, not to get too morbid. I don't look at 
death being around the door or anything like that in today's yeah. day and age. Um, so to me, it's not exciting. It's not depressing. It's just another day. But yeah, I, I'm really- I, I find that I, I, what I will, and then we can move on. What I have found interesting, and I've mentioned this to my wife and to my kids and to my siblings who I, I saw this month, um, I find great joy and great gratitude for you and my friends who we who have we have all stuck together mm. for 32 years. I mean, it, jokes aside, and we I'm can make a really lot of them. I know, I know you are. <laughs> you I know you are. It. Congratulations! <laughs> you, I can see the grin. But but seriously, I think the fact is that um, that's not all that common anymore, especially amongst it- men. It's it's not, and I don't think I ever realized that. And I I have noticed that in the past, maybe just in the past few years, like like just the fact that we've we've all been friends and such good friends for so long, invariantly. Um, even as paths have like crossed and separated and crossed again, as we're all doing our own thing, um. Yeah, I agree. I I don't think it's that common. And I suspect you're right. You know, I mean, it's maybe, maybe it will be different moving forward with like the current generation. Like I think about the teens and young adults. I think perhaps that's changing. Certainly, uh, I think young women from what I see, because I, you know, I see a lot of them, you know, yeah. I because of my girls. And so I, I get this ringside seat to what's up and man are... Oh my God, they're they're going to change the world. Um, they already yeah. are starting, but I think men our age, certainly men for, who are older, and um, because we're Gen X, and even even the millennials and moving forward, um, most of them certainly in the West remain emotionally constipated. There's not mm-hmm. a lot of guidance. There aren't a lot of models. That and I think you being having you know you having a clinical education and all that i look because i when you whenever i get on this topic and i look to you um that that hearing your opinion on this um i find fascinating just because you are much closer to the research and to the experience and you're an educator so you see a lot of young minds um in one form or another um in the classroom even if you're teaching graduate level stuff or whatever the case may be, you're walking the campus, you see it. Um, I'm, you know, I have a son and a daughter. I see Mm -hmm. what you're Mm -hmm. talking about, what you weren't even verbalizing. Yeah. I know because I'm seeing it with my daughter. Yeah. But you you also get to see some of this with your son, which is cool, right? He's a little older, but you also, you get to see it through that male lens of today of, of not our day. Well, and you know, my daughter turns 18 in May and starts college in the fall, um, votes in her first presidential election in November. Yeah, Isn't that cool? So I already asked her, I'm like, are you going to come and vote with me? And she said, yes. So I've had trouble getting my son to do it. He seems less interested. She's more politically engaged. I think yeah. it has something yeah. to do with her interests academically. Right. That's what I was thinking. But yeah, I mean, point being, this will be, you know, to me, it's an it's a year, it's an interesting one. Um, but I am I am you alluded to this. 
what it's going to be interesting for us over this next next decade is to see what this this Gen Z, and then ultimately I think what they're calling Gen One, the younger generation than Gen Z. Oh, interesting. Um, what they're going to do, and I hope I'm around long enough to see positive changes. But I've also said to you, and then and then I will be done. Um, another subversive reason that I thought it would be a good idea for us to do this is um, this will remain in the cloud in one form or another um, in perpetuity, you know, however long the internet lasts. Our <laughs> kids are, our kids are getting a ringside seat to hearing us talk with each other two Gen Xers talking about stuff that doesn't interest them, like games, but the stuff that does or might when they get older. So interesting. Um, you know, there's we've in effect created a time capsule with this that others can read and listen to. So, um, yet yet but, another time capsule to be lost. No, yeah, but but no. I'm going to change the subject here because I want to hear. Um, after you got back from uh, Europe and yep. before you went to the West Coast, yeah, uh, you had coffee with a friend of ours. I I did, and uh, someone. Just, just to, with not too many years on us, same generation, um, it was really a treat. Uh, uh, I had the pleasure of actually having a meal with Jim Johnson, right? Project manager, Grand Poobah of Star Trek Adventures with Medivius. Uh, and it was- Who just it, got a got a screaming cool cameo from Todd Stashway. Oh my God, people. Check that out on Twitter. Uh, yeah. Michael, well played, sir. Oh well yeah. Well played. That was so cool. So um yeah, Jim was in town and and we overlapped by a week. And so he was he was willing to um he was willing to to get together. It was just really fun. It was um it was it, it, the only the only downside was you couldn't be there. Uh we yeah. were we were both bummed about that. Um, but but it was fun. We he found uh, this neat little restaurant uh that my girls had been to once with their grandparents, but I'd never been to. And we we met there, hung out, uh, pretty much closed lunch, uh, and and just chatted. He he was gracious enough. I well, you knew this. I so mm -hmm. I brought uh, two books for him to sign, and that's not my shtick. I've I've never like like if there's an option at like a Barnes and Noble for you know like you'll have the author signed ones. I'll just choose the ones that aren't signed. I just don't care. I'm not a fanboy when it comes to stuff like that, but. It's we have a relationship with Jim. We love these books. It's like, yeah, it's like it's too good of an opportunity. You were like, you know, you got to do it. And I, it was like, yeah, I do. So I brought the game master guide and the player's guide. Perfect. Um, and it. and it was neat because it really and, and it was neat because just to see Jim light up when he held mm -hmm. each of these, he's like, he still lights up. And then. He, then he shared stories about their construction so cool. and their design and and just just the passion and the intellect and the the artistry inside and out that went into them so yeah that was that was a real treat thanks for that jim and and i'll be honest you and i talked about it cuz you had traveled and i had not kept up with all the communication so i didn't really know until like a day before that you guys were going to meet i seriously pondered driving up that night yeah that, that would have been crazy five hours having lunch and then driving back that same day yeah, not worth um, it but at almost 
50. I was, I was going to say it. Being able to do the long road trip like you and I were able to do, you know, even 10 years ago, um, I wouldn't have done it. And I was a little under the weather and I didn't want to necessarily yeah. um, expose folks. But yes, I was very, uh, I was sad that I couldn't attend um, because I it. thought, because it's something, because we have talked about doing it going back a year. Um, I am really glad that you two were able to connect. Um, and I'm so glad that, um, you know, we have a good friendship with Jim. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's a, we have, there is mutual respect, um, you know, both ways. And uh, we are so looking for, I'm looking forward to, to having him on again, even if it's on camera and for actually coming up the next time. Yeah. Um, well, and seeing him. And just as a quick, quick codicil to this. So I was so close to grabbing coffee or lunch with Michael Tismuk, right? Who, who led the captain's log project, which is just, well, I mean, our listeners know what we think of that already. Mm -hmm. And, and I had brought that one for him to sign. And, um, he was very gracious about it. Very understanding. We just, uh, we were, when we were out West, you know, this was, it was a, trip but it was primarily a, a family visit trip and um and the schedule filled up like once we got out there and it was just like okay this is back to back it's just not going to happen but but michael i'll be back in a year or two plan on coffee yeah and and um we were really happy to have michael on the show for the first time and was so boy, fun. was it awesome that they invited us to continuing conversations oh, so that, that we could join them. That was an honor. Yeah. Um, Love that yeah, show. Yeah, truly. So um, we've got really great relationships with people across the spectrum, whether they work for a gaming company, they're a writer, they're an artist, a musician. Um, Katie, who's a meteorologist, joined mm -hmm. us. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I'm and I, we watch her stuff on you know, during the summer when it was storm season. And, oh, that was great. And we'll watch her because she's she's just east of me over Lake Michigan. Right. Um, we'll likely get the snow before she does. So if she forecasts it, um, <laughs> I just got to add, I got to take 24 or 48 hours off of it. And I know that's likely what we're going to get. That's likely. Um, but we have, we have, we've said this many times, have met such great people. Um, you know, we've talked about at some point, going down to Gen Con and being able to put some faces to names and to pictures on a screen. We were finally, you were finally able to do that with Jim. Um, and so looking forward to, you know, what comes in 2024, I have to ask though, and these are some things that we've, we've talked about talking about here and I'm going to do a, I'm going to break the fourth wall. We still got some time right before yep, we have to. Great. Okay, good. Um, We did our, I mentioned in one of the prior episodes, we don't do um, New Year's resolutions. I I don't um, believe in that. I can set some goals for things yeah, that never I been want a thing to for do. Me. No, I don't. You know, maybe when I was in my teens, I tried something like that. But um, I would. I always tended to set goals that were too difficult. Yeah. To attain. Why set yourself up to fail at this? Exactly. Start of the year? I was doing that for years. <laughs> um, heck, I still do it. But I have to ask. From a gaming perspective, we talked a little about this in our last episode. I want to kind of focus this on gaming. Yeah. 
Um, what are like, maybe I'm going to make it, I'm going to make it a little more difficult. Top two, top two things you'd like to do regarding RPGs in 2024. 2024. Yeah. I'm glad you asked. Thank you. Um, and this first one, I don't know how I'll do it because I don't have PlayStation, Xbox, or a PC, but I am very intrigued by the upcoming Star Wars Outlaws. Ah, yes. Or Outlaw? Out, Outlaws? I'm not sure. Um, It looks incredible. It'll be the first Star Wars. Did I just say Star Wars or Star Trek? I said Star Wars. You said Star Wars. Okay, good. Star Wars. Good. Um. This is the first open world game, and I've seen if you, you know if you all haven't watched the trailer or like the first extended oh. playthrough. Oh my god, does it look so cool! And I don't have any device on which I can play it, so I've got to figure that out. But that's the first video game. Sidebar: I can show you how to run it on your Mac. Thank you. That's the first video game to come along, where uh, in a long time where I. Like I'm willing to devote the time. I it looks absolutely gorgeous and fascinating. Um, I'll I don't know what it that is. About if you're going to do that, then yeah. I will do it with you, and we can we can co-op. Oh, okay, sweet, sweet. I yeah, I don't. Yeah, we'll have to talk more about that as it approaches. There's no. I was checking uh, today or yesterday. There is no uh, announced release date yet, other than 2024. Right. My son Trent yeah. will let us know because he that Perfect. is very high on his radar and he does have a gaming rig. Um he plays yeah. regularly. Yeah, yeah. He will he he gives me all the spoiler treats and all he will let me know. Sweet. Uh okay, you you asked for top two. Um yeah. that's that's one. Um oh man, okay. Um I'm gonna give you three. You can't do you can't do oh, I knew you were gonna do that. I'm okay, fine. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. I, cause, um, I'm always, I'm always curious to see what Modiphius is going to drop for Star Trek Adventures, mm -hmm. because it is my understanding that there are things coming. Well, I, just for the record, so folks know, know. Yeah. in our talking, when you talk with Jim, just because you guys talked, there was no leaking of information. No, he's so, such a tease. He's so good yeah, at that. No, yeah. but but I mean, he's you know he it's it they always have something coming. You know, you think of every mm -hmm. time we talk to him on or off the record, and it's always yeah, we're working on something, which which is you know true for all of these systems, of course. But um, I'm always curious what they're working on. I have I have absolutely no idea. Um, although I am unrealistically optimistic for some kind of star trek picard or 25th century i i, I just just because it's what i want the other thing is and even maybe more unrealistically optimistic now that edge studios has announced that that reprints are on the way for mm -hmm. the major uh star wars role-playing sets once those are out, that means more are going to come. Uh, I, I suspect we're not going to see anything until 25 or 26 at the earliest. But I, I'm really curious if there will be new material and what it will be. Did you see that they made an announcement? So it is the second. Um, they made an announcement today. I got an email about it. Um, I no, I don't. I haven't got those. And I... Um, it was for one of their Star Wars. I think it's a card game. 
Oh, um, interesting. Okay. So, and the only reason you got, you and I aren't that in terms of gamers. No. Um, but to me, it was indicative right. of the fact that they are coming out with. That they are gearing back up. New stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So I'd have to find the email. I was kind of trying to do yeah. it as I'm talking and I can't find it. But. Um, so how about yeah, you? I, Top two um, or so, three. Yeah, I'll do three since yep, since you're doing three. I, I have um, three. Let's see. I I talked about this offline. I've kind of alluded to it. Um, I want to get deeper. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say play because, like I told, like we've talked about, the games that I'm looking at have a higher level of higher learning curve than what we've had before. Yeah. Um, but gritty, um, sci-fi not sci fantasy. Yep. Um very interested in it. That includes uh Traveler from Mongoose. It includes uh Far Future um Traveler classic Traveler from Mark Miller. Right. Um very cool. and then looking at some other games out there like Those Dark Places and Death in Space. Um I want to read them more carefully and um see if there's a way for us to do Potentially um, some quick gaming, maybe co-op gaming. I don't know how that'll work. Again, not a goal or not a not a resolution to do it, but a goal that I'm I'm I'd like to try to find a way to do it. That's number one. Okay. Um number two. I'm trying to think. I'm looking over on my oh, I know. Um in one form or another, I'd love to get us more into the one ring. We've talked about yes. it. The, the The challenge is the point of entry on it is a little on the expensive side. Yeah, we know this. We both know this. Um, but we both got over the holiday that limited run tome, one volume tome of the Lord of the Rings. It's just absolutely gorgeous. Gorgeous yeah. with gorgeous two gorgeous. ribbon markers and the whole yep. bit. Um, we talked about whether whether it's you know I have a paperback copy. Should I read that or should I read out of the tome? And I'm just going to, it's a book. I'm going to read it. You read it. You read it. Absolutely. I'm going to read it. I'm not, I'm not going to buy that one. Just let it sit on the shelf. Um, but I'd like to see no. us play some, play some token. Yes. Excuse me. Sorry. I just coughed in the mic. Um, and then see now if I'm going to go for three. Um, I'm, I'm not including Trek just because I don't, I don't I'm not going to look at that as a goal. That's just going to happen for me. Yep. Um, because I automatically get whatever comes out. I'm I've been I've been using their material as literature going back to when they released. I still have the emails for the initial release of the product and my initial order of the core rule book. Um, so I will read anything that comes out. But I think the third one is something, and this is as far as I'll go, something related to Dune. Um I have the solo rules for Dune. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have the Dune products. Um, yep. I'm hoping against hope or not against hope, but I'm hoping at some point, maybe Dune will the, the team at Modifius at yeah. Dune will see the success of captain's log and maybe put something out in a similar form for the Dune universe. Well, and we're not even two months away for the second movie to release. Yeah. So let's see what that does to drive interest as well. 
Yeah. So I think those are, if I'm looking at games, it's going to be gritty space, which is traveler and those other ones, even five parsecs from five parsecs from home, I think is what it's yeah, called. Yeah. 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 Um, or iron sworn star forge those included. So gritty space, um, one ring, Tolkien and Dune. Yeah. Those are kind of the three. And I didn't include just because again, it's inherent Star Trek and um, uh, high fantasy with green or need. Cause we already know that's going to happen. I don't right. need to set a goal for that. Right. There's no right. All right. So as we enter 50 cycles around the sun, clearly as always, the best is yet to come. Let's head over Let's just head over and why don't we talk Let, about that? Let's head over to the GM corner for, in a sense, the last time. Yeah. So let's head over, and I'm not going to even say GM corner because we're going to retire the GM corner. We've been talking about this for a while. Well. Yep. Back in the middle 90s. So, you know, we had Back known each when other. you were young. Yeah, we we had known each other even five or six years at that point. Um, there was a bookstore, yes, um, on the northeast side of Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, for those few of you that um, lived in the area, it was in the uh, Brown Deer Bayside area. Yep, and um, it was called Autobahn Court Books. Autobahn Court Books. I still have the bookmark hanging behind me. See, and we would go there at least once a week. If yep. not twice. That was our bookstore. That was our bookstore. We looked at so much. We looked at role-playing. We looked at faith and theology and philosophy. We looked at science. I picked up uh, Stephen Hawking's A Brief History of Time there. I, I developed my passion for good tea there. Well, that, I was just going to bring that up. Yes. We, yes. You're the one that instead of coffee, they had, a, they had like a mini bar in there before really Starbucks came around. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And instead of coffee, you would order tea. And I finally started doing that. So um, it was tea and books. Yes. We thought about kind of changing the format of GM Corner um, and kind of playing with the different names for it. But I think we can do the greatest service to what were very formidable years for us. Yeah. And in, in, honor of our bookstore we're gonna we're gonna start moving towards and we're gonna head to autobahn court yep so every week um we're going to head over to autobahn court and talk about what's on the shelves yep um and even you know what we can even add in here i don't think i even talked to you about this yet just because it popped in my head um because you talked about this when you were you talked about getting something when you were on the west coast we'll talk about what we're drinking tea coffee or otherwise Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's a Guinness and all that. Now, didn't you I did. pick up some tea? We're drifting here. I yes. No, no, I, I said that yeah. I said yeah. that, but but we no, already talked about good we already talked about games. Way. Yeah. I, I wanted to find out because you just briefly mentioned it to me. No, you're you're right. And this is this is an ongoing organic natural evolution of this piece mm-hmm. of every episode, leaving the jam corner maturing to Audubon Court, where we will talk primarily about what we're reading, what we're playing, and we're also going to go broader. So Mm -hmm. yes, tea. Uh, There used to be in San Francisco, in Chinatown, a wonderful, and I mean this traditional Chinese tea house named Imperial Court Tea. I'm sorry, the Imperial Tea Court, excuse me, the Imperial Tea Court. 
And uh, I went there a couple times over the years, and it was it was really cool. And then they opened uh, they opened a place on Shattuck Ave in Berkeley. And then um, when the Ferry Building was really rehabbed, they opened uh, another one in the Ferry Building in San Francisco. And over time, the Chinatown business, or I should say the Chinatown store closed not too long ago. Uh, I don't remember if it was early pandemic or just prior to it. The Berkeley place closed, but Ferry Building store is still open and seemingly doing very well. Well, nice. I had said, yeah, I had said to my, and of course you can order everything online, but uh, I hadn't in quite some time because we have a place here, a couple places here. And so I had said, you know, one of the only things I want when we're out in California is I want to get some good tea. So I did. So the last day there, we happened to be, we spent the afternoon walking uh, Chinatown, North Beach. And then we actually came back to the ferry building uh, before jumping on BART at the Marcadero. And, uh, and so we went and I picked up two ounces, a little pricey, but I picked up two ounces of an exceptionally high-grade China Keemun, K-E-E-M-U-N, oh. uh, which is often thought of as a burgundy of teas, right? In China, in China, it would be a red tea, right? Not a not a black tea, and um, and you would love it. It is, and, and I just I just finished a cup before supper, and I might be forced to make another one before bed. Um, just so how much? So how long will that last you? At the rate I'm going now that I've so I've recently introduced tea to my daughters and they've been drinking herbal for a long time. But just in the past, like several months, they encountered black tea and we just had bags. It, not not bad, but not great. Yeah. Well, they were curious. What did I get? So I let them try it and they're like, well, that's good. And I'm like, yes, yes, it is. So they're drinking it now, too. Um, It's only two ounces. Uh, That's what I was going to say. So how like long? Four ounces. So if I if I drink a cup a day, uh, I mean, it, I'll get a month or more or two out a month or more out of it. Wow. I mean, it's totally worth it. Maybe a month, right? You figure, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe a month. And if I do, I'll I'll be thrilled. Okay. Um, you know, and then and but this like I had texted you when we got back, like my tea game had really succumb to banality like i just i we were i was getting lazy about it we were getting a lot of bag stuff and i mean i'm hardcore historically about loose leaf tea because it's so much better you know so are you mm -hmm. but but we've just been picking up good bag tea but this really like there's such a difference now if you like me are really into tea and you've read a bunch of books on it you're thinking this is awesome if you're not we apologize, but trust apologize. us. This is... <laughs> but you know we what? We, we've, had, we've had we've had folks on the show that have done an alcoholic beverage. You have. Um, I can't drink medically, not because of any other issue. Um, but we've had you've had a Guinness on here on occasion. Mm -hmm. um, I've had coffee. Mm -hmm. I've had an energy drink. You've had tea. Yeah. Um, Yes, it might be boring for some. I think it would be less boring. I think there's more interest or people I, yeah, that would be less that. apt to. The one thing I will ask before we wrap up, though, is when people talk tea, if we're talking to our friends overseas and all that, they mix their tea differently than we do here. Do you to, do you do yours with milk or how do you do you sweeten? No, what do you that's do? no. Um, no, I mean, you know, tea with milk, that's a very British thing. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, like a really strong Assam or something 
doped with milk, which can be lovely. I haven't done it in a long time. I, I like it. Well, I was going to say I like it black, but not if it's a green tea or an oolong tea. I And I don't, I almost never sweeten. I really, if I'm drinking good tea, kind of like coffee, I want to be able to taste the tea. I want to get the nuance. I mean, you're never going to hear me use all of those like oaky, cherry, woody notes. I don't know what the hell any of that means. And I don't want to. Um, but I really like drinking really good tea and I like drinking really good coffee. And so, you know, Brad, this is appropriate, not just because you have, uh, or as we record are about to, and I eventually will turn 50, but, um, I mean, in all fairness, we've been having this discussion since our twenties as well, Oh yeah, tea and coffee. And now that it's Audubon court and not merely the GM corner, uh, expect more side conversations from the two of us, everybody about not just what are you reading, but what have you been drinking while you've been reading? Yeah, I mean, think about it. We we named it Autobahn Court because we're going to sit down, you know, in our minds in the same chairs that we sat with there. And we're going to go and order whatever we're going to drink. Uh, traditionally, you would get a Republic of Tea Desert Sage, oh, um, yeah, which man. was your go-to. That, that um, was one of them. Yep, yep. Mine yep. was Ginger Peach. And then we would go and um, walk the shelves. And, and that's yes. what we're going to do here. And that's what we're going to do here. So as always, we uh, we always appreciate it. You hanging out with us. Uh, Happy New Year. May this be one of health. May this be one of happiness. May this be one, maybe most importantly, of meaning. Uh, I know we say this every week, but like literally today, Brad and I have been furious on the interwebs, scheduling interviews. And oh, man. Um, I know, I know, we, I know we say this all the time, but uh, why anyone is willing to waste time with us blows our minds, uh, and we are grateful for it. So uh, January is looking like an awesome month. February, we suspect much awesomeness as well. As a reminder, since, you know, it's a new year, you might be new to the show, you might just not be paying attention. We often don't. Uh, we interleave our episodes, so every other week every other monday it's an interview and the mondays in between it's us talking about topics that uh are on our minds uh that are relevant so as always be well stay well we will talk to you next week